0: I think it's totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go
1: for it. You want to make sure you're, you're telling a cautionary tale that can help people at a time when you don't want anyone to try to take this trip. Whom this might dissuade anybody. So you want to get it out there.
0: You want to stop, yeah, you want to stop yeah, people yeah.
1: who might be thinking.
0: and ladies and gentlemen, hello. It's me, Jake Johansson, and this is the Jake This of Jake Johansson Podcast. It's episode 74, and I don't mind telling you hello, and thank you for listening. Um, What can I say this week? I'm a little bit tired. I just finished uh, the weekend at Hilarity's Comedy Club in Cleveland, Ohio, where I was... uh, Recording my next comedy special. It came out great. Well, I can't say it came out great, but the shows went great, and uh, I think we, ca- well, I think we've captured, I think we captured an animal. I think we captured a wild animal in our uh, videotaping trap, and we're going to uh, tame it into shape, and then uh, you'll be able to watch it on television. I'll tell you where as soon as I know. Uh, so anyway, that happened this weekend. I just had a great time. In Cleveland, So thank you to everybody who came out to those shows. And thank you to Nick from Hilarities for the great hospitality. My parents came up. Thank you to them. And uh, just thanks all around. That was great. And uh, so my work this year is kind of winding down. I just have a little bit of stuff left to go. I'm going up to Canada this weekend. That's a private show in Vancouver. But shout out to Canada and Canadians. Hey. Hey. And then... Uh, I've got to one night, December 29th, down at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Florida, that uh, Seminole Village place. There's a theater down there, and I'm going back. I was just there, you may remember, a couple of weeks ago at uh, the Improv, and now I'm going to be back at this little theater with Tammy Pescatelli and Tom Herrera, the great Tom Herrera, and we're going to be having a, a fun, a fun night. December 29th and then in January I'm gonna be at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City all over the place check my schedule at com. I don't have next year's dates posted because I've been a little busy trying to produce the television show all right I'm kind of I've got a lot of stuff to do not to mention this show yeah this is a thing that I have to do it's it sounds like it's just me talk. in fact it is just me talking right now But I have to talk into a machine that records it, and then I have to make sure that's right, and then I have to fix other things. Anyway, this week, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to be talking to, I've already talked to, uh, my friend John Ross, my best friend for many years. It's one of the great things. uh, As a stand-up comedian, you get to make some great friends, and John and I became friends in the early 80s when we were both starting our careers as stand-up comics, and uh, I have, you know, remained slugging it out toe-to-toe in the front lines of show business uh, on stage in comedy clubs and theaters all over the country. And he has had a great career as as a writer and also a performer. <coughs> and uh, we moved to L.A. about the same time in our careers and we got married the same year and our daughters were born three months apart. But... Uh, after spending almost 30 years of our lives within, you know, <laughs> really walking distance practically most of that time of each other and uh, and hanging out, um, he has relocated his family to Deerfield, Massachusetts, and that happened last Christmas. They relocated, and then he's been finishing up a job here, blah, blah, blah. But it really is a Christmas story of their trip across country. And so I had heard the story and I asked him, him to come over and kind of talk through it with me again for the podcast, because I, I just really love this story. Now, it, I don't know if you're going to love it, but it is pretty, if you stick with it, the details of what happens to them are pretty, it's, you know, it's not planes, trains and automobiles. It's not home alone, but it's, I, I would, <laughs> As Christmas movies, when you're listening to John tell the story, uh, imagine Seth Rogen, and when you are picturing his wife, picture picture Kristen Wiig, and now uh, that's how I'm casting the movie that hasn't been written yet, but that I'm sure that he's going to write based on this story. It was it was a great story. It was a great conversation. This episode's a little long, but hey, you get more for your money. You get more for your money when it's a little bit longer. So, I hope you enjoy this uh, conversation that I had with my best friend, John Ross. Here we go. I wanted you to tell the story of your move back east, but I guess you got to set it up.
1: Yeah, how far back do you go? Do you go all the way back 11 years to when I met Erica and she wanted to get out of L.A.? <laughs> and has been ringing the bell to move away. Do you need to go that far back? Probably not. But, I mean, you need to know that we bought a place in Massachusetts while I was still <laughs> working here.
0: On a TV show. Yeah, working on a TV show. You had a show. job writing on a TV show that, that I you created. created. Yes. And that is the best time to move out of Los Angeles.
1: Well, it is the best time to buy something because people will lend you money. Nobody would lend me money, you know. The only time anybody will lend you money is when you don't really need it. And so, so yeah, so they, you know, they lent us money and we bought this house in Massachusetts where I felt fine about, you know, ultimately moving. But, um... And Erica wanted to move on the sooner side.
0: Erica, your wife?
1: Erica, my wife, wanted to move on the sooner side. Um, and... But the the plan initially was wait till Sadie, our daughter, finished third grade. Uh And go then. Um, but... a, A... Bunch of factors. Well, so 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 when the when that was the plan,
0: okay. So you were going to buy the house and and just wait at Christmas time and then wait.
1: Yeah, we had a friend who was kind of needed a place to stay. He was getting divorced, Mm -hmm. and and we were like, great, he can rent the place, you know, uh, and stay there and, and take care of it until we move out in June. Right. So that was the plan.
0: How long did that last?
1: Well. Long enough to make this plan, which was I was worried about flying the animals out. You know, we have our big old dog, Gus, and we have our young puppy, um, and I just have had enough animal tragedies. And I,
0: yes, that's that's another episode. That's, this is the, your animal tragedies. That's many
1: stories. Yeah. I couldn't bear another animal tragedy. And you know that with the flying of the animals, I've never done it, but I know that they say, "Look, we can't guarantee anything. If we get stuck on the tarmac and it's hot,
0: you know, we may be giving you a dead dog." Yeah. And you gotta dope them up a little bit too. And you it? gotta dope them up.
1: Yeah, and you know, and Homer was a kind of a puppy, and Gus is old, and I just I. I couldn't imagine putting them on the plane plus you know we have a bunch of stuff and 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 I I guess like apparently a lot of people get this sort of romanticized thing about driving across the country in an RV. You think it's going to be this... You know, I've had
0: that. I've had that yes, fantasy. Yes, everybody has. I've and, had that fantasy. I don't
1: know where it comes from. I don't know if it just comes from the culture or from movies or something, but I don't know that I've ever seen a movie
0: Well, here, yeah. which it ends well. <laughs> I've... I've uh, I've numerous times on this podcast talked about my little fantasies of you know these tiny houses you can build these tiny yeah, houses yeah. and some of them you could build on the back of a trailer. Yeah. So I've I've been back here I've got a couple of books on tiny houses and building them and mm-hmm. and uh, I've been here late at night pricing RVs to go I thought we'd take a summer vacation where we we bought an RV and rented or rented it and the, you know and the renting them is so expensive that you can actually buy one you think. For what it costs to rent it. to rent an RV for a couple of weeks costs you three grand. To you buy a used one, for will you tell me?
1: Well, so so, but I was like, look, I, I I'm not going to buy an RV. I don't need an RV. I'm making plenty of money. You know what? We'll rent an RV and we will drive across the country.
0: And so, because a brand new RV is very expensive, very like expensive. fifty grand, seventy five grand, yeah. Easy. Yeah, but a used RV could be cheaper. Anyway, so you're going to rent be. an RV. I'm going to rent
1: an RV, you know, whatever it costs. Because, you know, by the time you get three plane tickets and, and
0: all that, and plus it's going to be an adventure of a lifetime. It's going to be great. So Of a lifetime. Yes. Once you rent an RV one time, yeah, you don't that's do it. it. Again. You're good for life. Yeah. So You knew that.
1: Yeah. So I call the guy, and apparently, you know, renting an RV is not quite as lickety-split, easy-peasy as you think it's going to be. they got to have one at the place you're renting and it's got to have room at the place you're going to drop it off. They've got a whole computerized system and plus, this was the beginning of the summer vacation when apparently everybody goes. And so it took a week or so. The
0: beginning of the summer vacation.
1: Yes, remember I was going
0: to go at the end of the... Oh, right. You were going to do the RV for at the end of the school year. End of the school year, yes.
1: So... uh, so it takes me a couple of weeks to, to lock this up, and I pay a three or four hundred dollar like non refundable deposit. I'm like fine, and oh no, I'm going, oh I'm going, <laughs> gotta go. I got, I'm buying the house. Yeah. So I get the RV for June 13th or whatever the last day of Sadie School is. That's where we're gonna go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I've got that thing, and then it's now coming up on you know it's early December now. And we're going to go for Christmas to buy the house. And everybody's melting down. Sadie's just having the hardest time at school. She's got all these different problems. Erica's melting down. She's got all these different things. And it's, we're going to go to buy the house. And, and I say, listen, if it's going to be better... Oh, and we start finding out all these other things about how it's so much easier for a kid to join school in the middle of the year than at the beginning of the year. Because you come in as you know, the brand new kid, and you get all this attention as opposed to you come back at the end of a summer break and everybody is greeting their old friends, you know, in September going, hey, and
0: you're sort of odd. So you're and the out. superstar in the middle of the year as opposed to, hey, everybody's new at the beginning of the year.
1: A- and they all know each other already and they don't know quite who you are, so nobody's paying any attention to you really. Um, so there's that, plus um, we were going to get there at the beginning of the summer so she wouldn't have any friends for the summer, no summer plans. Plus, if my show wasn't going to get picked up for another season, it pretty much would have meant driving out there, dumping them, and flying back and going to work. So having no time. So suddenly the new plan became, why don't we go out, buy the house in December, Erica and Sadie are going to move in, I'm going to spend you know, my break... Because I'm on hiatus for the holidays with them, and then I'm going to fly back, and then and, uh, and then go go back to work. And when the, the season ends, which would only be another six weeks, you know, mid February right. we're finished. Then I would fly out and I would be with them.
0: So you're going to go close the house on December 26th, right? 28th. So 28 December 28th, you officially have bought the house. You can move in. Then you're going to come back to L.A. But you're going to drive the RV in the winter to Massachusetts. Yes, so so you try. Now you got to change your rental. I got to agreement. change
1: my rental reservation, and I call the guy and I go, "Hey, can I move that up?" he goes, "Yeah, you want to move it about two weeks." And I go, um, "More? <laughs> Three weeks? A month?" I yeah, I want to go in two weeks from now. And he's like, "What? Like I can't get?" You. And he goes, "Look, well, I'll try." And he's you know, he goes, I can get one that leaves from Las Vegas." And you can drop it off in Connecticut. I'm like, wow.
0: how do you get all your stuff to yeah, Las Vegas? How, and I'm going to go to Las from... Vegas
1: and drive it here, and they like, I, yeah. I can't. I go, what am I going to do? And I'm now I'm like, oh no, I, I couldn't figure it out. So I, I do. I go, what would it cost to buy a used RV? Let me
0: just look. a question you ask yeah, yourself. So I ask myself. I go on. There's a way you could just type that now into your computer, and I did, and it answered, and you. it answered me. Too much to say? my chagrin. How much is I've it? Got, how
1: much? What's an RB cost? Well, it so happens there's a guy in wherever it was um, Covina,
0: somewhere in Southern California,
1: Covina or West Covina, not sure.
0: They're but they're adjacent. I know
1: that it wasn't East or South Covina, but was, I think there are
0: is only there there is only two Covinas. Covina and West Covina. I, I think there's still room for west and south. Well, was there wasn't south Anyway. Anyway.
1: So I go down there, I go, and it, apparently it's it was his parents, his in-laws, his parents. They died. It was in 1987, but it only had 60,000 miles on it. All these people ever did was drive it, like, up to Santa Barbara and down to San Diego. Like, they never took it anywhere. They went, like, on
0: little tiny Short trips. And It is in 1987.
1: It is a 1987, but he said, "Look, the whole—it's it's completely pristine." And I said, "You know, why are you still on?" He goes, "I don't use it." You know, it was his parents. They, you know, uh-huh. and so I drove down there and I looked at the thing, and it just looked. Um, immaculate you know at least the inside was like these people kept it they had every manual still and everything folded and uh, custom carpet thing Wayne and Shirley on the dashboard of a custom carpet covered thing it was cute
0: and but it was big but it was forty five hundred dollars $4,500. $4,500. he Four thousand five hundred dollars. Four thousand five hundred dollars. How bad can it be? How, what what, right. what
1: kind of yeah? It looks nice, and you know, I'm gonna I'll take it in, I'll get him, a, you know, I'll fix it up, make sure it's in working order. We'll drive the thing across, and I'll sell it when I get there. And even if I sell it all off, big
0: deal, right? For forty five hundred, if you sell it right. for two thousand dollars. You still, you know, you're right. still, way you are only pay $2,500 and cheaper than renting it, probably. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, way cheaper. Way yeah. cheaper. Uh, plus, now this is a little sidebar. The place where we're moving, Deerfield. Yes. There is Deerfield Academy, which is one of, if not the toniest boarding schools in the country. It's where, like, the Kennedy kids go to high school boarding school. Uh-huh. It's with uh, Taylor Swift's Kennedy Boyfriend. Was going to school there, and she was in Deerfield um, dating him. And so when parents often come to Mm -hmm. spend weekends with their kids, and they don't, they need places to stay. So apparently renting your place out for a bed and breakfast is a lucrative thing that people do in Deerfield. Their houses. Their houses, or their guest house, or... Or their their RV. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I'm saying, and then, so then I had this idea of like, oh, these, like these high school boys, like they have their girlfriends and they don't have anywhere to go. They're going to rent our RV.
0: And I said, and I'm going to call it. The, I don't know if you, you can't, you can't rent out your RV as a sex den. For it, Sex.
1: No, it was the fuck bus.
0: That's what I was going to okay. call it. Gonna, All right. It's going to call it the fuck bus. I think that's so, already a thing. I think that's already a thing, but I don't want to show too many of my cards. <laughs>
1: okay. So, anyway, no, I thought, look, it'll be like a guest house when people come to visit, and we can still, you know, we'll take it on little trips. You, There is something inherently that makes you get romantic about... Um, I'm not talking about the fuck bus part. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you romanticize this idea of an RV. and say, like, oh, we'll get it, we'll go down to Florida.
0: I want to buy this RV right now, and I so, know the end of the story. <laughs> well,
1: so I, I, I see this thing, and I go, you know, this. How does this not make sense? And plus, you know, this is a time I'm working on the show. I'm, you know, I make that much money. In a few days,
0: you know, on the show, you can you can afford to, to make aff- a five thousand dollar mistake. Yeah, so I go okay, and it's because also it's not really going to be a five thing. You know, you're, right. you're not going to lose a whole five grand. Oh. You'll be able to sell it. In worst case scenario, you sell it for two thousand dollars. Right.
1: So, and it's just it's exciting.
0: It's this big, it's a house on
1: wheels, and it's got all the little things in it. Right. The and drawers. you were going to
0: spend that much, pra- uh, uh, more than half that, that to rent the thing to go to. to to rent it, yes. So it's. So, so there's a lot of ways to rationalize how great yeah. right this is.
1: It's, it's got drawers and a refrigerator and a stove, and it's just it's cool. And so I give the guy the money
0: and I drive it home. Basically, did you um, take it in to be checked or? Anything? And you know
1: I didn't, and I probably should have. But that seemed like a whole thing. And I thought I'm going to take it in. I'm whatever is wrong with it for 4,500. I'm going to get it fixed. So, eh. so and it 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 seemed like how bad could it be?
0: And it started up. You could start it yeah. up. You could drive it around the block, whatever. Yeah. It was fine. And you're buying it in California, so it's not... You're not. You're going to winter, but you're not really in winter either. Right.
1: So, yeah, a couple of days later, I go down there, I give the guy the cash, uh... And... And I was will, I will to tell you, on our way, I'm talking... I, I'm trying to find the guy's house because I have to go to his house. Mm-hmm. Um... Because the first time I went down there, we met, like, in a parking lot, you know, when I went to look at the thing. So when I went uh-huh. to go pick it up, I brought Erica uh, and Sadie with me. And I, I'm talking on the phone, going, wait, no, where do I turn? Cop. Covina cop pulls up because I'm talking on my phone while driving. Gives me a ticket.
0: Yeah, those Covina cops. Yeah. So We're well, not supposed to talk on your phone anyway.
1: I know. But I was just, I couldn't find it. And I mm-hmm. called him and boom. So I got a ticket. So that's how this story kind of starts, is with a ticket.
0: Um, Give him the money, pick up the RV. Give
1: him the money, pick up the RV, drive it home. Kind of oh, uh, hilarious. He says it needs gas. And I go, oh, okay. And I put gas in it, and I'm noticing that after I put in, I don't know, 15 gallons or so, and... The, when I start it up, the needle doesn't move at all. It's on dead empty, mm-hmm. so I immediately say, "Oh, the gas gauge doesn't work."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's first thing. Ah, oh well, drive it home. And I asked the guy, you know, can I just take this thing into, you know, and he goes, yeah, 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 take it in any place, you know. And so I take it to my mechanic, and he's like, we can't work on this thing. You know, it's like, it's 26 feet long or
0: however. Oh, long. he said, he said, where you yeah. asked, you were asking him not about getting a check before you buy it. You were talking yeah. about, like, when yeah. I need to have a yeah. service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah any, and he goes, yeah, you yeah, can take yeah, it in Yeah, anyway. it's a
1: Ford. It's like a van,
0: you know. It's, And so you can only take it to RV places, right?
1: And and not only that, I call like I I say to my guy, who I normally go to the marina.
0: Your uh, car guy,
1: car guy, and I said, "Where should I take it?" Oh, I don't know. Call like the Ford, uh, you know,
0: dealership, dealership. car dealership. I
1: call the dealership, and the dealership's like, "Oh, we don't. (laughs) You got to go to the special dealership, to you know, down in." Torrents! Uh, oh,
0: my God. So you got to actually go to a place that sells foreign INRBs yeah. to get it worked on. Yeah,
1: because okay. you need some kind of crane to pick the thing up
0: and, you know, if you're going to look underneath it. Or one of those ditch thing where you drive it yeah. over a ditch and that guys can Yeah, get whatever there. it is yeah. that they
1: need. So I take it there. Uh-huh. And, and I leave it and you know, it gets you get a lot of start getting funny looks from the people kind of like laughing at you a little bit. The mechanics are like they see you driving it because it's, it's an old '87 and people are like, who's got that anymore? So, uh,
0: well, I see them all the time because yeah, they're right here in Venice. Yeah, you go down roads, yeah, but those are homeless people who own an RV. Those are, <laughs> those are
1: homeless people who own an RV and aren't going to take it across the country.
0: Yeah, no, they're going to take it from the left side of the street to the right hand side of the street if you're lucky. Yeah, uh,
1: and so. I bring it into the guy and I go to work and then the phone calls start coming where okay it needs this and this and this and this and I'm pretty much like you got to do everything and and now it's up to about 3500 dollars worth of work for service for service after the sale mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and that's with me he's saying now to do the new gas gauge thing is going to be like another 800 bucks you know, I think we can keep track. We'll, we'll just keep track.
0: You just fill it up and kind of keep track of how many miles you go. Yeah, yeah. You know Stop quick and get some gas after a couple of hours. You'll, you'll know your mileage. You'll be able to do it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. How hard could that be? So, I, I just because I'm starting to feel the pinch now, it's like, oh, really? I'm 3,500, and, and it needs this. And I'm not... So, I he does everything. They We're having some problem where... Ah, it's still not ready. We took it out on a test drive and it did this thing. And I really don't want you to send you out without it being perfect. So we're going to take that carburetor out and put in a new one because that one didn't. So finally, take it, drive it home, sitting in the driveway. And we've got, uh, you know, a few days now before we're going to leave. Maybe a week. But I'm also out on script. I have a script due.
2: And for your show, for
1: my show,' that that you're I'm, writing that i 've created writing. yes and and i 'm going to leave on the the day you know we wrap mm-hmm. um, but i 've got a script due, so i 'm pretty busy, and i don 't yeah.
0: have time well you 're a successful um, TV writer producer, and I just want to insert just as a piece of information that most successful tv writer producers would approach this cross country move completely diff- you know they would just throw yeah. money at the problem yeah. but you but you're doing this fun homemade camping this is this is your your way of doing it is different from most people's way of doing it because it's more fun. You, this is I would do it this way too because it's more fun. Yeah. But a lot of other people would be they just like uh, we'll spend thirty grand on however it takes to get across. Go, we'll rent a fantastic yeah. RV. We'll hire a guy to drive it and cook us dinner, and you know.
1: Yeah, and and not to denigrate myself in any way, but my successful is a little bit in quotes. I mean, I I've, I've struggled a lot. I I got this but show here. This show at this is moment. A, yes, yes, yes. At and this it moment may anyway. not go for next year and. At which point,
0: you know. So you got the money into the RV. You got yeah, it pretty I'm a, fixed. I'm, up.
1: A, I'm about eight grand, a little bit more into this RV now.
0: Between the cost and the service.
1: Yeah. And now also, you know, we're buying little things for it, you know, a little throw rug. And, you know, we're, we're, because we're, it's, we want it to be nice. Yeah. And we've nicknamed it now. I don't know where it came from, but it's Bob. Now the, the, the RV is named Bob, and we're going to drive Bob across country. But, I don't have the time to be looking through the manuals and figuring out how all this stuff works um, who does well my, my brother in law <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: does and because I'm off at work and we're going to I'm going to hand this script in and come home and we're going to leave uh-huh. and fortunately he's in town and he's helping um, get it kind of loaded up with all our stuff and figure out how, how all this thing works
0: because your your plan is sort of to maybe sleep in it, but just mostly use it as a thing to haul your stuff. Or are you going to sleep in it well, every night? We're going to
1: sleep in it. We have the KOAs yeah. mapped out, what which you know the campgrounds, the, the campgrounds
0: yeah. of America where you go. We're not going to be crowded either because yeah. it's winter, right? And you and you, you plug in mm-hmm.
1: and uh, you hook up to the you know thing, and you and you you know you sleep there, and yeah, boom. So he figures out how the. Pro, where the propane goes in, mm-hmm. okay, and it hasn't been recording.
0: That's my panic. It's it's I, it needs an, another battery. Okay. So I'm gonna. gonna... Yeah, Take... let me let me get it. A...
1: Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Have a piece of pie. Is that what it is? Is it is? pie? I don't think I don't so. Know. I don't sell pie at the lobby at yeah, the movie theater.
0: Yeah, we're back.
1: And we're back. So, um,
0: your brother. So my
1: brother-in-law now is figuring out where the propane goes. I don't. I don't know where you fill up the propane and how you turn on the water heater. I didn't know you have to. You have to light the pilot light for the water heater. And how do you turn on? You know the refrigerator. You know there are all these things.
0: You know? Right, it's not yeah. like a house where you just walk in and you put things in the refrigerator. It's right. cold because it's plugged yeah, in. Yeah, you plug.
1: Yeah, this thing, it's like, how, you, oh, does it run on? Oh, you switch it here to run it on the on the motor, but to switch it here to go to the electric, it, it becomes very complicated. Oh, where do you put the water in? Oh, this is the water that goes in for the drinking, and this is what about the toilet? Where's the, oh, the black water. Here's where you pull the thing. It's complicated. That's one thing that is not a fun that you don't romanticize about. You don't think about. You don't. Plan for the complexity of, you know... That's it. It's nice when you stay in a motel, if you poop, you don't have to deal with it after that. You know what I mean? It's over. You flush all, it down yeah, and it's done. Yeah.
0: No, you're not driving that's away That's not the la- That's Right, yeah. When you flush the yeah. toilet in the RV, that's not the last time you're going to see that. You've got to deal with
1: that yeah, somewhere Yeah, you're going to see it again later. Line. Yeah, I so, see. Yeah, there's a lot of little things like that. So, on the day before we leave... Uh, Brian, my brother-in-law, uh, took the thing to a, a U-Haul place to fill the tank with propane. Uh Uh-huh. And he said, the guy couldn't get any propane to go into the tank. And he said, now, and according to the manual, if it's 80% full, it won't go past that. So maybe it's 80% full? And I'm like, yeah, there's no way this thing's been sitting 80% full. Since this guy's parents died, you know? Right. And, I, and, and so I'm thinking to myself, you know what? The guy at the U Haul station, who's probably some minimum wage, pimply teenager, has never seen one of these 1987. Tanks, and
0: he doesn't know it is. A, it is a twenty-five-year-old RV. Yeah, yeah. So right.
1: Yeah, he hasn't seen many of these. He doesn't know that on this one, it's got a Geflurken valve, and you right. got to press in. The, he's it's not, older than him. He doesn't. The RV know. is older than right. this kid. So I leave thinking, okay, um, we'll take care of that on the road. It'll be okay. So. We get on the road Friday. You know, I finish work, come home. It's been packed up. Get everybody in, the dogs in, the dog beds or ps- beds or everything. It's there. We go. We're gonna go buy a
0: house. Let's go, uh-huh. buddy. Start driving. Well, you bought the house. Well, no. no. We're gonna go close on the house on right, the right. But you've got the money down and the deal is the clock is ticking on the house and you have to be there on the twenty eighth to receive the keys yeah. and move in.
1: Yeah, and it's like now it's like the twenty first or twenty second and mm-hmm. we've got a down payment, you know, cashier's check for seventy something thousand dollars,
0: you know. Oh on closing day you've yeah, gotta cl- give give yeah. them the check and the key. Give me the key. Yeah, give and that's in
1: you know, we've got yeah. that in the glove box. Okay. <laughs> so we start driving and as we're leaving town, it's like, all right, we're going to fill up with gas. And we stop at a gas station, and I pull the handle. It goes, click. Huh? Click. Click. It just it keeps clicking like it's full to the rim with gas. Uh-huh. And I go, well, I put 15 bucks in it. And I'm remembering that the mechanic called me and said, hey, we're taking it out for these test drives. How much gas is in it? And I said, well, I, put, I don't think you're going to run out. I put $15 in. But... And I think, well... $15 or 15 gallons?
0: 15, 15 gallons.
1: Whatever I put it in. Yeah, 15 gallons.
0: Yeah, that would be three gallons.
1: What, um, I said, yeah, because it was about 50 bucks. I remember yeah, yeah. I said, I put yeah. in like 15 gallons. I think you're going to be okay. But I think maybe they were driving around a lot. Maybe they filled it up with gas. Maybe they did it because I spent $4,000. <laughs> yeah. And they said, you know what? Oh, you yeah, nice. yeah, here's
0: $200 for the gas. So
1: I ca- I, ca- I was pushing that knob up and down and twisting it. And I just it just wouldn't take any more gas. And uh-huh. I said, well... All right, I guess it's full, but just in case, we'll stop after a couple hours and put more gas in. We get on the 10, and it's Friday afternoon. Of course, that's when we're leaving. We're driving on the 10. We get out to Because
0: um, you, you come home from work, work. and yeah. gotten into the yeah. RV. Yep. So, Friday afternoon, you're in rush hour traffic. Rush
1: hour traffic in an RV. Um, and we're driving, and I kind of notice um, we go to turn on the heat. You know, just there's the there's the heat in the truck, right I mean in the living space in the back. Mm -hmm. That's like a heater. But there's also just the regular car heat, you know? Uh And turn that on, it's just kind of blowing cold air. And I'm like, huh. And I keep trying every different configuration of the knobs, Mm -hmm. but it's just blowing cold air. I go, huh. That's not right. But ah, who cares? And so as long as the heat the Living space works, so we're driving, we're driving. We get to about Rancho Cucamonga, and I'm Rancho Cucamonga. And Rancho Cucamonga. This is where we're going. Now you take that turn off from the 10 to the 15, and this is where everybody's heading to Vegas. Yeah, because this is the Friday before everybody's going to Vegas, Mm -hmm. and and right here it's like a two lane road to Vegas. And I said, you know what? I got a stop and get gas at this point because now I'm starting to get mm-hmm. nervous and I'm a hundred feet from maybe not quite but I'm going to pull off at this next exit and all of a sudden
0: you can see the exit I
1: can see the exit the next one I'm going to take and
0: the car just
1: cuts out just stalls Ugh. and I'm like oh and it, it 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 so I'm two hours into a cross country trip and the, the van has the the RV has now failed And it stalls, and I pull it over to the side. I can almost get off the exit, but I just can't.
2: Hmm. So
1: now traffic is... A so you're blocking a lane I'm of traffic. I'm blocking a lane of traffic, and I'm looking in and the And it's two
0: lanes on your side, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's not yeah. a big... No. And it's full of cars People who want to go to Vegas. Vegas
1: on Friday, rush yeah. hour. The shower. They want to get and started having fun. Bad.
0: And you're yeah. the guy in the RV clogging it up.
1: So I call AAA, which I'm a member of AAA.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they say, oh, do you have RV coverage? I don't know. There's special RV coverage? Yeah. I didn't know that. I probably should have known that. So, uh, but can you... I think I might just need gas. Uh, That's not... Can you just send somebody? Yeah, you've got to send somebody. So, the next thing I know, a big wrecker comes, and he says he's going to push me onto the exit, just because it's
0: right there. And then you could coast down the exit? Well, at least... Traffic just to can get start out of the flying traffic. by me because okay. it's
1: a big kind of exit uh-huh. that
0: widens out. Is so it tense? Are people honking at you and giving you the finger? No, and stuff? they're
1: tense in their cars. There's not what are they gonna honk at? It? Like are you? Why'd you buy that old thing? You
0: know? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I've but seen people honk at other people for a lot less. They're more angry
1: at the guy who's not going in front of them. Like just go in front. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to get around anyway yeah, yeah. so this record now just pushes me I they oh, i've never been pushed by a triple a guy and he just pushes me and i steer it and we get onto this exit and he says like you know i can give you a gallon of gas i'm allowed to give you a gallon <laughs> one of gas. gallon and um and he glugs in a gallon of gas and i go here you want my triple a car he goes well i'm not triple a i'm with the highway patrol like he just cruises the highway to get People the fuck out of the you
0: know yeah so AAA hasn't even shown Sh- up yet.
1: AAA hasn't shown up yet. This guy gives me a gallon of gas he goes, I don't think that's going to get this thing started. if that's your problem. I go oh, okay, and so he he leaves. The AAA guy shows up uh-huh. and he says, uh, "Look, they're going to want it. They got to charge you for this because you don't have the coverage." And I go, oh, "I don't care. Just get me. I, got, I I'm yeah." So he. Pours in. He goes. This is probably about three gallons. He pours in like three gallons. He goes. This should be enough. I go to start the car and it's like it won't turn over quite. He hooks me up to the cables. Vroom, vroom, vroom. We start. We're gone. I'm like,
0: oh my god, we
1: did it. We're like, we're back in business. Yeah. So we. He leaves. I give him like a tip. You know, I give Uh him, I got to pay for the gas in cash, which I do. I give him a tip and they're going to charge me, you know, with my, on my credit card for however much they charge for a a visit when you don't have a membership because Uh I don't. So, but I'm ecstatic. I'm back on the road. I'm back in business. Stop at a gas station, the first gas station right there. And now I I put, I press it, click, press it, click. And then I get it just to go past some certain amount, and now it's going to go. And now it takes like a hundred and twenty dollars worth of gas. You know, sweet, yeah. So now I'm like, ah, this thing was bone dry, and I fill it up, and I write down, and I we have a little notebook, and I write down exactly how much gas we put in this car, okay? And now we start driving, mm-hmm. um, and. It, I'm, like, walking on air, you know, because I can't believe it. You know, we're going, and we really we didn't
0: lose that much time. We lost. So you're heading sort of up towards Vegas, right? Is yeah, right?
1: we're going to go. We're heading. Our first stop's going to be maybe Kingman. Kingman, Arizona mm-hmm. is where we're going to cut across. That's the 40 right there, I think, mm-hmm. the 15th of the 40. And so we're going, and we're driving, and uh I'm starting to notice the... The rear view mirror on the passenger side like the screw is a little loose so it's like starting to kind
0: of <laughs> tilt down. <laughs> so yeah, so really all I can see... You see a car that's right down next to I
1: me. can see yellow lines kind of going by in that mirror. Uh-huh. I'm watching the pavement on that side. So mm, that's not perfect. But I'm mostly spending my time in the right lane anyway. So we drive, we drive, we drive, we drive and I, I go, oh, I'm not going to drive too far without stopping at a gas station, but I stop at a gas station, fill it back up, do the mathematics
0: of how many miles per gallon are you get. Yeah, how many? You want to take a guess? Uh, ten. Oh, I wish. <laughs> five. About five, five point six. Ah, like, now you
1: start going to lay them across the <laughs> yeah, country. Yeah, three thousand. It's like four dollars a gallon.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So. I go, wow, that's not as good as I thought it would be. Maybe we're going mostly uphill. So we drive, we drive, we drive. We get to uh, this KOA. um, And, oh, yeah, we put Sadie, Erica... Put Sadie to sleep at the time. She goes in the back, reads her a story. She falls asleep, and we pull into the KOA in Kingman, and I plug in, and you know, we're, and it's cold. it's freezing outside. This is the high desert now. It is so cold. I can't believe there's ice on the ground. Uh, but we crank the heat, and uh, and it's all good. And we go to sleep, and wake up in the morning, and we've pretty much made our day. Even with that that disaster, and I think, we are doing it. This is it. This is
0: <laughs> You're going cross-country. <laughs> a little, little
1: cross hiccup com- at yeah. the
0: beginning. A little hiccup at the beginning, but we,
1: we got to the hard part. Uh-huh. Take the, I get out in the morning. I take the dogs for a little walk. It's, it's nice. Uh, we make coffee just the way we had it planned with the little coffee maker thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I just got to get this baby filled up with uh, propane now. Because now we've been blasting the heat because it's been cold. I know it ain't 80% full now. So every one of these KOA things has a propane tank. And I go to the guy and he tries filling it up and he attaches the nozzle and no propane will go in. And now I'm like, boy, it's bad enough I don't have heat because it was cold driving.
0: But the propane is the heat that you were that's, using while you were asleep. Right?
1: That's yeah, that's the heat. That's the heater. That's, that's the nighttime heater. That's that's or even when you're driving, you know, for the day, uh-huh. you know for the living space. That's the heat. He mm-hmm. can't get me to go in. I'm like, are you joking? I'm back to d- disaster, you know, crisis mode again. And because what do we do? if We run out of heat. So I, drive, I remember that I saw, like, a place that said, you know, propane and guns and knives or something like that, you know, one of those
0: places. <laughs> so do you have to turn around and go back to well, it? Well,
1: it's not far. It, it's, it was in town. I saw it. You know, it's like a hand-painted zone. It's like one of those right. places. But that's the old guy who knows. And I pull in, and I say, hey, I'm having a little trouble. Maybe you want to take a look at it? Yeah, let me take a look, you know. And he, he comes out there, and it was like I had had a dream. And the guy goes, yeah, these old models, it's got a geflurkin valve, and you've got to be able to press the button up here to before you... And he knew. And he puts, puts it on. Puts the button,
0: turns it, on, it on, fills and it up with propane. It's
1: filling up with propane. And I'm back to, like, I'm on cloud nine again. I'm like, I did it! I keep overcoming obstacles, man! This is unbelievable! We're full of gas! We're full of propane! I got the... Notebook now. I know exactly how big the tank is. I know how far. And now the next time I fill up, hey, we we got like six point two miles a gallon that time. We're uh, we, got, we were we were going a little uphill before, so now we drive all day. Uh, I can't quite get that.
0: Um, the mirror,
1: mirror, you know, going. So now it's it's morning time, and we're driving, and we're driving. Uh, we're gonna next stop maybe Albuquerque is where we're headed. Um, but as the day's starting to go on, and we have a, a, a pretty fun day, but the sun's starting to go down, and it's starting to get cold, and Erica's, like, trying to turn on the heat, and it's just, like, click, and it's, just, it's blowing cold air. This is the heat in the living room.
0: Oh. And so now it's just not. So you're already freezing in the front driving I'm a freezing
1: bit. in the front driving. But now the back, you can't turn on the heat. Uh-huh. And it's like coincidental that we just filled up with propane. Did something, did that blow out the pilot light? Did what happened? I don't know. And so I stop and I, I, and the pilot light is out. And I light the pilot light. And then it turns out, oh, yeah, that's only for the hot water. That's not has nothing to do with the heat in the heater. And so we stop at a Walmart mm-hmm. and get a space heater, which we can plug in. And at least have heat. But that only works when you're stopped.
0: At the campground, you can plug it in with an extension cord, right? But
1: in the meantime, everybody else is going to have to be in parkas,
0: you know? So now we're driving a... a, a, Everybody's in a... You were already in a parka, right? Yeah,
1: I... I, Yeah, so now we're driving a meat locker
0: across country.
1: Not yet. Uh, I might have been... I might have been wearing gloves. So we get to Albuquerque... And now we're getting to be—it's like December twenty-third or
0: something—and mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Yeah,
1: and it's like a—it's like a Thursday or a Friday, and and so I've got a. I, the, the guys at the KOA were so nice, and they took a look at it, and they unscrewed the thing, and they looked, and it says it seems it's an electric igniter, and it's not igniting, and you're going to need a new coil, I think, because it's blowing. It, you know, you turn it on, it kicks on, but it's blowing cold air, so the igniter. You got propane because you know they're turning on the gas on the stove, uh-huh. so you're full of propane, but your igniter's not working, and I've already got no heat in front, and I. But you know. We've, so, okay. I can't take it anywhere because it's like the 23rd. Plus, we don't have time.
0: You know, we've got to you got to be there in
1: five we've gotta days. We've got to be there. And so now we start adjusting our route to be a little bit more southerly. <laughs> so maybe we can kind of sneak across
0: south and up. So you won't need the heater, you mean? As much. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still cold in Texas. It's still in cold,
1: yeah. yeah. So we we're going to do the best we can with this space heater and... You know, so we're going to maybe push a little faster than we were going to, we were going to, at first it was going to be all these sites we were going to see and places we were going to stop and spend the day. But now it's like, let's fucking get there and spend, you know. Right. So next day I'm driving, we're going to get to someplace place. We're going to not even stop in Texas. We're going to blow through Texas and Oklahoma.
0: Wow. That's a long drive yeah, through yeah, Texas. Yeah. Or are you just going through the panhandle? We're going
1: through the panhandle, but, but it was still a very long day of driving.
0: Uh-huh. And I'm driving, and... How fast do you go in an RV, out of curiosity?
1: You know, uh, if all things being equal, if it's flat, like 65.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? You get pretty good gas mileage at, it,
0: it, you know, pretty good. Six, you know, six point. Right, but you're not doing, cars are going by you. They're, They're doing, doing 70, yeah, 80 miles sure. an hour. Yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: So, but I had a pretty steady 65, mm-hmm. maybe 70 sometimes. And
0: you're a little bit cold.
1: Uh, and so now I'm driving, and we want to make this KOA. We've mapped this out. This is a far one. I'm not going to get in there till 1 in the morning, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um Erica and Sadie go to bed. First Sadie, then Erica, and now it's just me. And it is getting colder and colder. Now I am. I'm in the parka. I'm in the gloves, but it's so cold you can't keep your fingers in the gloves you've got to ball them up <laughs> inside the gloves inside and still kind gloves. of pinch yeah. the wheel with your fist yes <laughs> like it's like I'm driving with these clubs and I'm listening and <laughs> oh I've my got my
0: god and it's like <laughs> and it's like dark it's 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night yeah and I've got my hood like pulled like... <laughs> so it's down to that tube yeah, so it's just, just your eyes. barely
1: my eyes and my mouth is like heating up the inside and I'm liking it you know and my even still my nose is out, but my inside of my nose is getting cold and my toes are frozen i'm like curling them up in my you know <laughs> oh my god and i'm freezing because this it, it's like a sieve the, the the air just comes you know 65 miles an hour It's coming right through this van and it is there's no heat and it's you have the blower
0: on just in case something no no so you got to shut because that down because that just makes it colder but so but there's still a little current air current going on in there
1: yeah and it's icy Drafty. cold yeah oh and my god i'm freezing and all i want to do is
0: get to this place Where I can plug
1: in, plug in the the space space heater and climb into a a sleeping bag. Yeah, you know. And so, uh, I'm driving, and now it's like it's about I don't know, it's it's about one in the morning or so. And
0: so you're by yourself. They're they're Uh, asleep asleep too. So that's the other psychologically.
1: I listen to to the podcasts. Podcasts much like this. Uh And so I'm being entertained at least. But I'm driving. I'm driving, and all of a sudden. The engine just goes, and now I'm going, I've got it floored, and I'm going 15 miles an hour.
0: You're decelerating. i decelerate. It just... But it's still... It's moving. Going at but, 15.
1: Yeah, but like, floored, it's just going... Oh, uh,
0: so you got to find an exit, or, gotta, or go find something to yeah. stop. And you're in the middle of Texas, Oklahoma. I'm in Oklahoma. And so, it's, there's no, like, you can be on the highway, and there's nothing there. Yes. So... I I I I seem to remember
1: having just passed a sign that said like lodging food blah 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 you know but uh-huh. it's it's now behind me so I'm going off my memory that sign just said that didn't it I go I'm going to take the next exit now I got to take the next exit what what else can I do mm-hmm. I take the next exit which I believe was called Indian Reservation Parkway or something and I think it was called that because it was an Indian reservation, uh-huh. it was a road into no man's land. It, I thought I was going to pull off and see a gas station or something. It was complete nothingness. Not only that, it was nothingness under construction. <laughs> so there were cones, and mm-hmm. it was down, it was one lane. It was orange cones, and it was one lane in one direction, and you couldn't turn around or. Do anything, and it was just going off into endless darkness, and it's the the thing's going like 15 miles an hour, and all I can and you
0: have to just keep going because there's no you can't turn around. I
1: can't turn around. I've got to go to whatever the next exit or thing is where I can turn around and get back on and go to the next exit or something. But I'm going 15 miles an hour, Mm -hmm. and now at this point, Erica has felt something, and has gotten up and come
0: and sat next to me, and it's like, what's going on? And I go, I-, I don't know. We're like... <laughs> We're in the middle of the night. 15 We're- miles an hour is our top speed. Yeah, and
1: and then our top speed quickly becomes zero, and the, it just dies.
0: So now... How far do you think you are? Two miles. From two miles off the road. Two miles off the road, and
1: the the, the thing, and it's one in the morning, maybe one thirty.
0: Freezing cold Freezing outside.
1: Freezing cold outside. And now the thing is dead, and we have an eight-year-old asleep in the back. And I call, and there was a sign that said, "You know, car trouble? Call five one one or something." And I, I call them, and I tell them I have a an RV, and they're not interested. <laughs> they're, yeah. they, they ask, "Are you in immediate danger?" I go, "Well, I pulled off to the side. I mean, I'm not, you know." And they go, "Well, then you have to just." Get roadside assistance, like I'm on my own to call it AAA or something, but I already know it. And so I I remember also seeing some sign about a Sam's Club, and I called them, and they're calling around. And first of all, they've got to find somebody who can tow us Uh, with, you know, can tow a giant thing like that. Not just anybody can.
0: Right. It's a giant RV and it's full of stuff. And yeah, yeah, they.
1: And I can't get anybody.
0: It's one in the morning on the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it I is. I mean, so technically, it is Christmas Eve, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, it is. the The level of apathy I'm getting on the other end of the line from people I'm calling is unbelievable, and I'm starting to freak out. And the because guys... you've got to be feeling like you can't. Just...
0: I, I mean, yeah. I, I, freeze to death. You're going to freeze to death. Yeah. You got and you and you can't. No one's going to see you. Yeah. Because you're two miles off the road. Right. And
1: I'm as fortunate my phone even works. What if my phone didn't work?
0: Right. Right.
1: But I'm getting signal, but who knows for how much longer. And so, and I've got batteries, but who knows for how much longer. So I'm calling and nobody is giving a full <laughs> rat's ass. And then I call like some highway patrol and they give me the number. They, or they give me a couple of phone numbers. Of records that I'm going to call. I call one guy and he's like, "Wait, where are you?" He goes, "I'm in Tulsa. I'm like 60 miles away from you. <laughs> like, I can get you, but it's going to cost you like a thousand dollars." Like, "Well, whoa, whoa, okay, who's near me?" So finally, somehow this goes on. We're calling all kinds of people. I'm calling people and they're not answering.
0: Uh-huh. You know, which one in the morning on Christmas? Yeah. Christmas so TV. So finally, I get a
1: guy who is uh in Henrietta, which is where that this exit was uh, and he's gonna come get me mm-hmm. so we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting finally he comes now it's another eight miles before there's a turnaround
0: so ahead of you so you've yeah. got to go eight miles down to get to, 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 go, to go ten run. miles
1: back <laughs> to Henrietta
0: so Henrietta's on the other side of the interstate from yeah. which or the highway from yeah. the way you turn when you got off the exit yeah. I got you
1: yeah so. So, finally, uh, this guy comes, and he, right out of Central Casting. He's got, like, three teeth. He's very nice, though. And he hooks this thing up, and I said, you know, i got to leave the... Is okay if I leave the dogs in? And But we wake Sadie up, and we put her in the cab of this wrecker, and it's
0: he- heated, yeah. which
1: is just an unbelievable thing when you've been cold to get into heat. Yeah. It's so fantastic. So, they get in. He... Chains up the thing, cranks it up, and I always love him for this. He just moved a bunch of those cones. We're not going eight miles, and he just went right across some construction thing, and
0: been turned around.
1: And turned around right there, which I was like, yes. So we, I go look. We got to get to a motel, and I'll figure this thing out in the morning. Mm-hmm. We go. It's now. Now it's. We've been out there for hours. It is four in the morning now. So
0: now it's four in the morning, and you're going into Henrietta, Oklahoma. Yeah.
1: Henrietta, Oklahoma, and I need a motel. And there is this flea bag. On Christmas. On
0: Christmas now Eve. it's Christ- about to be Christmas Eve morning.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I go to a place, <clears throat> a motel, and I, I buzz the buzzer. And I buzz the buzzer, and nobody comes. There's another place across the way. I run over there. I buzz the buzzer. Finally, this Pakistani guy comes out. And I say, um, I need a, a, a room. And uh, for me and my wife. And I said, oh, and I I, I have, uh," you know, we broke down and, you know, my kid and and I have a couple of dogs. Oh, no pets. And I said, oh, but, I mean, we'll just be a couple hours and then we got it. He goes, no pets. He goes, I have have two pet-friendly rooms. They are not available. They are occupied. You got to see this place. It's like... I'd say it's a flea bag, but fleas wouldn't even stay here. It's this horrible. Terrible. Really, a pet is gonna like we're gonna destroy your beautiful. Like, and I I said, you know what? They'll they'll they'll, forget it. They'll sleep in the RV. I'm sorry, no pets.
0: Like I've told him now, I have pets. So So he thinks you're lying. He thinks thinks you're not gonna leave him in the pet. Right, which I probably wouldn't. Yeah. So, but he's not gonna let you. You. So it's the middle of the night. You've got yeah. a tow truck pulling an RV yeah. with a kid yes. and two dogs, and the guy's like, "You can't stay. You here. can't stay. At He's the got end. an open room, but he yes. won't let you with stay with your wife and baby. You can't stay here. He is not a Christian,
1: right? So <laughs> I go over, I go back to the other place, and I start ringing that bell again. The guy comes out. He's already pissed off now because somebody rang the bell and ran away. So he comes out, and he and I'm starting to get kind of nuts. And <laughs> who could blame yeah. you? It's but now it's four or five in the morning, right? Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do once even I. But I got we we we've been cold for so long. We've got to just want to
0: get in the hotel room, and get, get warm, yeah, and and get sleep. sleep.
1: And so I go, and this guy uh also uh, I, he says, "Do you have any pets?" And I i, <laughs> I, I and like it's the first thing he says, almost like like the other guy like texted him or him. something. Yeah. yeah, and I said. I said, yeah, but you know what? I, they can sleep in the day. He goes, no, you can't. You can't stay. And I go, are you? I go, look, I'm, we're freezing. It's the middle of the... And he, so he agrees to call this other motel to cross the way to see if they can take me. Um, and and that's like the the relax in, except the A is out. So it's the rel X in and with one N. So the rel X in, <laughs> and in and, and he calls over that they'll take us. And the guy the guy in the record drives us over
0: there so he's now the the guy in the choke truck has driven you this is your third place he's a, yeah. he's, he's a pretty decent sword. he's a the
1: guy the, the, these two are they're all kind of almost within a stone's throw of each other uh-huh. okay but, so because I was running between the two and then uh-huh. we drove across the road to the other one yeah. and and now she I can't understand her in order to uh, rent the room even my credit card but they need a deposit for the um, pets
0: you know right they, they want cash they
1: want yeah I didn't realize that that's that they cash, cash. and I'm like I don't know what you're saying and then finally it was Erica figured out it's cash I go oh okay okay you know and I give her cash for the p- deposit for the dogs finally all right
0: how much is that
1: I don't even remember hundred bucks fifty uh-huh. whatever and so um, they, they he lets the van down in this empty parking lot. We go into the motel room. There's no sheets on the bed.
0: So the RV's in the parking lot with yeah. all your stuff. The tow truck driver leaves. You go yeah. into the hotel room. There's no sheets.
1: There's no sheets. So we're like, "All right, go get the sleeping bags. We don't care." We pull. Now it's it's all, it's five in the morning. Now mm-hmm. we pull the um, stuff into the you know our pillows and our
0: sleeping bags. Yeah, pull, you're not going back to the front desk. No, 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 sheets. no. We've so got, got to just get your stuff. Fall we got to go to sleep.
1: So. Sleeping bag's in. I go back into the RV to find the bottle of Patron because I am, my nerves are shot. I've been driving all, you know. this Who's was crying? Anybody crying? Nobody's, Nobody's crying. crying? Everybody's fine. Everybody's being tough. The dog's good. They, they sit down. I pour a big glass of Patron and, and drink it just to take the edge off. I lie down in bed, and I get about two hours of sleep. And at, you know, 7, 730, I wake up and go, all right, what are we doing? It is now the 24th. I've got to be in Deerfield, or actually Northampton, to sign papers on the 28th. How am I going to get there? And so I start making phone calls. Like, I could get a U-Haul here, except there's no U-Haul for rent in Henrietta. I go, okay. Um, where is this? There's one in Tulsa. It's 60 miles away. Or um, maybe not Tulsa. It was one of the other near, nearby towns. Anyway. Um, I could get a cab to take me to a place to get a... They don't even have a cab. There's no, like, cab places. It's is mm-hmm. a tiny little town. And, okay, I am going to... I'm going to sign a power of attorney and take Erica to an airport and she's going to fly and do this. And then I'll stay here with Sadie and the dogs and do what? I don't know. Am I going to try to have yeah. this thing fixed? I mean, there's no time to have this thing fixed. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and I see there's a Ford dealership across the street. Uh-huh. I go, you know what? I think I got to buy a truck. <laughs> and so well, you're in a Ford. I'm in a Ford. I like Fords, <laughs> and so I, that's my Ford over there. So I I go and. I'm waiting for them to open, basically, on Christmas Eve.
0: On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, on Christmas you're at a Eve. Ford. You're at a Ford dealership on Christmas
1: Eve. i I'm in the parking lot looking at the different trucks when they come, you know, to open to unlock the doors. Uh-huh. Now, who's this guy? And I'm already in the parking lot looking at trucks, so they think I'm some kind of weirdo. Um, and I, there's a bunch of used as is, and I go, I can't buy a used truck because I'm going to drive it away from here. If anything has any problem, I'm never going to be able to get any i need something with a warranty right mm-hmm. and that's what it seems to me
0: I, You I, changed your tune since you bought the, new, the used rv well <laughs> yeah no i hear you i hear you you don't want to you don't want to wind up in a situation where nobody's accountable for the the thing that you the, the right crappy truck that you bought
1: and I, and at least with the rv i had a chance to have someone look at it and
0: you know yeah, yeah. test it out you're not in the middle of nowhere with the rv when you first bought it
1: right I'm in the middle of nowhere. i got to drive away, and I'm thinking, you know, if I have a brand new truck, at least whenever I get to a Ford dealership in Deerfield, uh, you know, it's covered for five years. And let's
0: face it, it. The RV decision was a mistake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, and, uh, and also, I don't know. I'll get... Erica's been banging her head on this one thing because there's, there's the place where you can sleep over top of where you drive. Yeah. And that pushes back, you know, uh-huh. for when you... But we had Sadie's uh, futon up there. So it was kind of a permanent... It was out permanently. And every time you had to kind of duck under to get to into go the driver's their, seat. Yeah, oh, I see. And Erica hit her head in the exact same spot, you know, I, I don't know how many times. Uh. And that starts to hurt a lot. And she was really kind of over the whole thing. And we'd had a couple of small accidents because every, like the refrigerator, every time, you know, it has a lock. Uh-huh. And every time you go in it to get anything, you've got to remember to, to lock
0: it back up. Or it'll up. open up when you or, go around a corner.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, spaghetti sauce and stuff had already spilled, like, or a jug of water had completely, you know, saturated. Uh-huh. You know, so it, it, the, we had in a few days been kind the of. The
0: romance of the RV is was still all worn off.
1: Yeah. we we're, were freezing. And, and so we, I, I basically walk in and I go, gentlemen. I need you to sell me a truck today.
0: What is right it going now? to take for you to sell me a truck yeah. today? And it's like the opposite of yeah. the car dealer <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, no, <laughs> no, I'm buying a truck.
1: And it's basically, yeah, that one in the corner up on the ramp, you know, the cherry red one, pull that one down.
0: <laughs> that's the one. And now how do you decide that that's your truck? He, I told him what I wanted,
1: and that was, I think... The right one. You didn't for, get the four-wheel drive,
0: right? You got the two-wheel drive. You got the drive. two-wheel
1: drive, and it's got the extended cab, but not the second doors. F-150. It Ford F-150. The second doors, it's like $7,000 more but it's the same the, amount of To have of full space. doors. Four doors.
0: So did you get the half doors? It's or? got
1: the one door, and then you open the other one, but yeah, the yeah. cab space is the exact
0: same. Okay, I got you.
1: So I needed to be able to put the dogs in the back, as much of our shit in the back of the you know, in the bed as I Mm -hmm. could. And so now, all right, this guy wants to sell me a truck. Of course, it's the end of the year. He would love to have this, you know, truck off of his lot. And so I realize, wait a minute, it's like a $35,000 truck. I can't take on 30, because that day when I sign for the house, I'm basically saying, I'm signing a thing that says, "Yeah, I've not taken on any new debt since." <laughs> right. You know. So
0: yeah, since you originally applied. Plus, you own your house in California. Yes. You're buying this house in Massachusetts. Then you're going to come back and maybe sell your California house or so. Right. So you got a lot of you got a lot of uh, my,
1: plates What's called my debt to income ratio. I'm on the line. Mm-hmm. I am barely able to buy this new house. Based on my income, and, right, right, right. and the fact that I already own this other house, so, so
0: they we, may not qualify you to buy the truck, is what you're saying.
1: Well, it's no, they, they're happy Oh to no, the truck
0: it. you could buy the truck, but then the house won't. Yeah, you then can't that, make the then, house then, deal. Yeah, then yeah. the people
1: are underwriting the house because that's going to be a red flag on my credit. That'll they'll instantly see that they can go. Oh, okay, deal. Mister buying
0: a truck right before you, you're not a good decision maker. Yeah, I can yeah, see. You. Yeah,
1: right. So I'm, I don't, I'm a little bit screwed. Well, uh, Shannon. Um, who uh, it was his I can't remember his last name. He owns the dealership. He says, "Here's what I'm going to do." In
0: Hen- it's Henry, it's Henrietta Henrietta, Oklahoma. Yeah, he's you got to go to the Ford dealership there yeah. and ask for Shannon.
1: Yeah, he uh, so he says, you know, sometimes when oh, and it helps that I I can explain who I am. I'm telling him the story. I said, look, I'm a TV writer. And the kid who stars in my TV, I go, do you have kids? He goes, yeah. I go, how old? You know, and there's girls like 11 and
0: you know, so what's the TV the show? TV, say the TV show
1: Oh, no. Marvin Marvin. But it's not Nickelodeon, but it stars this kid, Lucas Cruikshank, who is known mostly as Fred from the Internet. That He's famous. Yeah. Anyone under 14 knows Fred from the Internet. Um, and so I say to this guy, your girls know who this kid is. And so, first of all, he goes on and he IMDBs me. You know, uh-huh. and I'm showing him. Go, that's me. Yeah, see that? Yeah, I did that. I did that. I wrote that. And he and he, he calls his girls, his daughters, uh, and gets them on the phone. And he says, "Do you know who uh, Lucas Cruikshank is?" And uh, they go, not Lucas, I go, tell him Fred. Fred. Ah! And they scream. He goes, Oh yeah, they know. And he says, Do you He's ever... calling his
0: he's calling his how old are his daughter? You know, eleven and fifteen. His eleven year old daughter to find out if he should sell you a truck on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's but, what it's down to now. Right, but yeah. But now it's He knows who you are. He knows he who I am. He wants to make the deal. I'm
1: a little bit of Hollywood. I'm right. in here. He gets it. He wants to help me out.
0: Because I am telling him, look And he could see your screw, he could yeah. see your R V, he knows your story. You're yeah, there at the, eight it. in the morning on Christmas yeah, Eve. He but, can see it out the yeah. window. And he knows
1: I go, Look I got to get out of here. I got to buy this truck. I'm good for this. You know, he says, "Look, sometimes somebody I let somebody test drive a truck for a couple of days before they buy it. Normally, that's someone who lives here in town that I know. <laughs> but essentially, you're going to test drive this truck up to Massachusetts. You're going to sign all the papers, but I'm not going to put any of it through until the 29th, the day after you close on your
0: house." Uh-huh. Right. So, so you qualify for the house. Yeah. Then you'll buy the truck. You're not trying right. to run a scam. You're just trying right. to make sure everything yeah. nice for everybody. Right. So. so
1: we do all the paperwork. I buy the truck. <laughs> I come driving up to the, in the to the motel in this cherry red brand new truck. You're a
0: good You're just waking up. What time yeah. is it now? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like 10 in the morning? Yeah, it's like or? 10 in the morning. <laughs> and I come back with you know uh, a couple of coffees and some Egg McMuffins. <laughs> like, here's your stuff let's get everything into the truck here's our new truck
0: so now it's cannibalize the RV. get everything yeah. that you want out of the RV yes is he gonna take your RV and trade or? oh
1: he's gonna give me a thousand bucks for the RV
0: sweet how much how much is it are you playing the paying the sticker price or does he give you a little deal on you the know truck? I how do I even know I can't even you know whatever he says the truck costs that's, that's it. what you pay that's it. yeah yeah
1: so um I buy the truck I Drive over to the Walmart and buy, like, plastic bins and tarps and bungee cords. Because I've now got to just strap everything into this, Uh you know. And uh, so while I'm doing that, Erica starts taking everything out of the RV.
0: Six-foot bed or seven-foot bed on the pickup truck? Uh, The regular size. Seven, I think. No, it's probably six unless it... I'll bet it's seven. So So it looks really long. I don't know if it looks really long, but I can, I can lay down in it, I mean, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You will. Anyway. Anyway. I don't even know if they make a 7 anymore, but they used to. Anyway, so how high, like How much higher than the cab is your stuff when you get it all binned and boxed and put on the... Or well, I don't want to interrupt. So then what happens? You show up. Well, she's getting the stuff out of the RV. You show up with she, the plastic bins.
1: Well, I know. I, and while I'm at the Walmart, the uh, Pakistani woman comes out and starts screaming at Erica.
0: The hotel lady? Yeah. What's she mad about?
1: She's telling Erica, she's accusing her of having stolen the hand towels, even though the room had no sheets. That's And Erica and and this woman starts going, don't you tell me, I make the beds up every day. I do it perfect. They were all there. Everything was there. It was perfect. And and Erica's going, don't. Don't even do this right now, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And so she's accusing Erica of lying that the sheets weren't there. And that stealing the hand towels. And the, they're, she's getting pissed off that, you, that you're leaving all this stuff, you know, in our driveway. And I guess the g- husband came out, and Erica kind of turned to him and said, you get her, get control of her, and get her away from me, because don't, don't do this right now. And I guess the guy could see the craziness in Erica's eyes yeah. <laughs> and said, you know what? These two crazy women, let's keep them apart. And he took her away. But he did say, you're going to, you know, you're not going to leave this RV here are you? And I was like, no. But yeah, of course we did. <laughs>
0: but you know, the guy's going to come and pick it up
1: eventually. Yes, I don't okay. know how, when, but so Eric is taking everything out, and so you got to have. Do you have the pink slip
0: for the RV or whatever? It is? No, that
1: I have to call my brother-in-law who's staying at our house, uh-huh. um, and tell him where it is, and tell him he's got a FedEx it to the dealership and I give him that. Address. Yeah, yeah. So that's the pink slip for that. Has yeah. Yeah. You know, get mailed out. Uh, so now Erica goes into the RV and everything has been so meticulously put and placed into this thing.
0: Right. Now it's, it's, everything is just crannied and yeah. nestled. And yes. Now it's all just coming out into the parking lot.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I've strapped bicycles to the top. You know, of the RV, of the RV, and I and other, you know, I've got it's can you get all of your stuff out of the, can get you it out? the truck? No, not all. Um, so now we're starting to jettison stuff, and this is all like we're only taking the things that we, you know, absolutely can fit and we love that we want, and you know, we can't fit it all, so some stuff has to go. But Erica now hits her head <laughs> for the last time, for the last one time. little farewell what? to Bob, but and she. Loses it, and she starts cussing and screaming and throwing pots and. It's like she has to close the door of the. And you can. She's she's just inside the RV. She's inside. Yeah, it's like it's almost you can see it rocking back and forth, and you hear going,
2: "Fuck you, Bob." Fuck you! This is supposed to be fun! You fucking son oh, I fucking
1: And it's rocking and screaming, and you can hear pots and pans, like, just crashing. And I look at Sadie. Sadie is sitting, like, reading a book, you know, in the... And we call the truck Angel, you know. And she's just sitting there, and she just kind of starts to smile. The to new life. truck
0: is called Angel.
1: Well, yeah, because we realized, but, like... It's sort of like Bob. We were in a, an abusive relationship with Bob. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Bob was really, uh, yeah, abusive. He was hitting Erica. He was, you know, freezing us all. He was yeah. being shitty to us. And Angel was like the lover who comes and mm-hmm. goes, get your stuff <laughs> and go. Leave him here. He's got his own problems. He's got to work out. Get your stuff. We're leaving. and so uh, Angel was our savior so we uh, Erica finally got that off of her chest (laughs) the door opened all the stuff came out we start packing it in I'm strapping the bikes in and you know a few things had to go into a dumpster not very much Uh Um, and uh, I put the tarps on and I strap it all up and we hit the road and it's one o'clock in the afternoon we have that's I've managed. We're now we're going to leave this whole nightmare.
0: Off. So you so you really only lost well, however much you were going to drive more that night. Yeah. Plus a little bit of the morning drive time. Yeah. And you're back on the road. And we're back.
1: And I'm driving. Uh, and I we get on. And, and do you know how how much higher than the cab does it go? Do you have a picture of this? Not too not, not too much. I mean, the bikes go up a little bit higher, yeah. but but mostly you know I've got it kind of Mm -hmm.
0: you know so it's not uh, grapes of wrath
1: no it's it's not grapes of wrath but you know wind all natural elements are more powerful than you think they are water yeah yeah yeah. so you get on that freeway going 70 miles an hour and you
0: can feel it tilty yeah
1: well you all it doesn't take long before that tarp is
0: oh yeah it's just
1: shredded and just flying, and, and the pieces that you see, like, a box of Barbies, you know, explode on the road behind you. You so, go, well, those are, you know, for an archaeologist someday to find. You lost
0: a box of Barbies. Anything else?
1: Not, I don't think anything else. Maybe, you know, some other box of trinkets or something. But we did. I had to stop a few times to readjust. But then finally, but then just driving in a vehicle, it's like, what is it a little too warm, make it a little less warm, a little warmer what? You, oh, more on that side, more towards your feet, or are you like it? you know, oh my oh, God, yeah. just heat just seemed like magical. Oh, and the radio didn't work, and that the Bob and oh, and also you know suddenly now you could drive for many hours without having to stop and get gas, and not only yeah. like that, it's telling you how many miles per gallon you're getting at any second, you know right it's got a it, it shows you a little movie. When, on the dashboard, every time you start it up, it explodes and four trucks are, there four tough, or whatever, you Uh know, and it's like a clock. You made the right decision. (laughs) It felt like it, and it was just, but not only is the back packed, Mm -hmm. but the back seat is packed with stuff, Mm -hmm. and we have two giant dogs, and they are now packed into these little kind of- They're in the back. Dog dens, yeah, in the back seats. And and you three are in the front seat. We're three. We're three across on the front, and the dogs. They're stuffed, but they each have their beds made mm-hmm. into like little. And they got in there, and they were very good. They would get in there, and not complain. And we'd drive for many hours, and then they would stop.
0: So that's Christmas Eve. So then you have the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. So yeah. Got...
1: Yeah. So we now we so we start driving, and we drive all that day, and we get to wherever it is. <clears throat> we get to the KOA. Um, we decided to stay because they have these little, uh,
0: cabins, which are perfect. Um, I don't know if you've ever stayed in a KOA cabin. No, I want to try and uh, find out about these KOAs because it it seems like that's the place to stay on the road, right? Well, the KOA
1: cabin, all it has, it's a little cabin with a door with a lock and it's got a light and an air conditioner and a heater and like a a bunk bed and another one and they have like a pad, but no, nothing else. Mm -hmm. So... If you've got a sleeping bag, you could just sleep right, you know, on a pad inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was perfect for us because that's all we wanted to do was, you know, we'd stop at a restaurant and eat. And then we'd go and we'd fall out and sleep, get up, keep driving. Well, after our first night, we stop somewhere and it's, we wake up in the morning to like a foot of snow (laughs) on the ground. Oh, boy. Yeah. And now it's, oh, there's a huge storm coming. And we've got to try to race this storm. And basically we have to now drive through rush hour traffic in the blizzard of the year. And it is one of those blizzards where you're driving and you keep passing people in the ditch <laughs> in oh my the God center. Yeah. And our and our stuff is getting snowed on in the back, you know, because the uh-huh. tarps are only so so good, and you're thinking, Yeah, you know, somewhere in the truck now is like a 70 some odd 1000 dollars cashier's check.
0: And it's just, you know... You have no idea where it is. I know
1: where it is, but it's like, I hope it's staying dry. I hope, you know, that's not flying out. So... I would have put
0: that in the glove compartment, but you didn't do that.
1: Well, it was in a file box. I mean, we would right, have pulled see, yeah. that out and, you know, it was in with a bunch of other important yeah, 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 documents. Um, so, we drive, and it is... Uh, we are, everyone is being heroic. The dogs are being awesome. They're not complaining. Sadie is, you know, 15-hour driving days of sitting, you know, three across right the Right between, front, yeah. Right yeah. between us. But, you know, we're playing road games where she's got a book and she's quizzing. She's yeah, quiz because master. the
0: worst of it's over, but you still have a lot of hard driving, a lot yeah. of big days of driving. In right? Blizzard. Yeah.
1: And there were times when we thought, you know, we'd have to come up with an alternate plan uh, we got to stop somewhere and maybe we'll push the, you know, closing. But we made it to Northampton the day before.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: got in the night before and uh, crashed out at our friends and woke up the next morning and we went
0: to the signing. So you got to Northampton or you got there the 27th.
1: I guess yeah. so, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And then we. We went to the signing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I was tense the whole time, waiting, because, you know, you keep waiting for them to come in and go, well, yeah, we just got
0: a... You bought a truck? We Yeah. Well,
1: what is this uh, thing about they checked your credit in Henrietta? Why would someone check your credit in Henrietta? You know. So, we signed, and we got the... Um, and we got the house.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: And, and that was pretty nice. And... The, the kind of epilogues, the two little epilogues, one, when I got home, because uh, I had to fly back to go back to work for you know, mm-hmm. six more weeks, um, there was the check, I mean the, the, the bill for the ticket that I got in Covina. <laughs> it yeah. was more like $264. Oh, or for
0: talking on the cell phone? For talking on the cell phone. Yeah, it was
1: just like one more like, yeah, you did, you did a little kick off. $264. Because yeah. you think, just, oh,
0: yeah. what is it, $75? Oh, 264 oh.
1: Yeah. And so that was one little last kick in the teeth. And then.
0: What did the, what did the AAA, do you know oh, what that is? I that, don't, wasn't I, so
1: I, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It might have been you know,
0: $67. What was the other one?
1: The other one was and, and this was maybe more on Massachusetts. Well, so finally, so I fly back and Erica tries to get the truck registered, you know, in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And she can't because she doesn't have the title because all I have I, I mailed to me was the bill of sale and also she, which I mailed to her but she's not on the title. Only I'm on the title, so she can't even get registered. So I'm gonna have to get it registered when I get there. So uh-huh. I go and I get it registered, and um, I've got it. I go to pass inspection. Mm-hmm. Truck won't pass inspection. How come? The tint. Yeah, the tint on the windows is the uh, highest you can have is a twenty. I, I put the meat on; it's a thirty. Yeah, the tint on your windows is a thirty. You can't have it.
0: So, you got to get the tint taken so off.
1: So, I've got to take the tint off the windows so this Oklahoma truck can pass inspection. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. So, I go to a Ford dealership because I feel like, look, you know, how do you sell a truck that can't pass inspection in 50 states? What, what's that about? Doesn't that seem wrong to you? Should well, the, the dealer put truck- that
0: on. The yeah. dealer put on the dark tint, probably. Okay. That's my
1: guess. I guess. But even so, so I take it to the... And he's like, yeah, that would cost you however many hundreds of dollars to take that off. And he goes,
0: you know, I would take a... Oh, because it's not a film that's put on there. It's the glass? It's a film, but it's put on there... You can't take it off. He said, I would get
1: um, a, what you call it, a hair dryer and a razor blade and start scraping it. So... I have to do that now remember it's like you know 14 degrees and it's it, a brand new truck and it's a brand new truck and I've got to do that and when you do that there's still a film of adhesive on the window right so now you've got to use like Goo Gone
0: lighter and, fluid
1: and yeah and a razor blade and even still it's hard to get it all right and
0: it's tripping know? and gooping and, and yeah. smelly so, so you had to do that I
1: had to do that you how'd know, you and, like it You know, I would have rather not had to do that. But uh, so I'm still paying off that truck. And uh, (laughs) yeah, well, this is just, yeah. It's only been a few months. Yes. Well, I would like to pay it off completely. Um, I don't usually buy brand new trucks or cars, even. Um,
0: I usually buy them outright. And that's how I like to do it. Yeah. The RV is gone now. That's history.
1: But, yeah, we... Uh, a couple times we thought we saw it driving behind us. Uh, but that was our <laughs> Like it was coming to kill you. Like it was, yeah. But that was... Then I woke up. Uh, yeah. And the joke sort of became every time we drove by any, like, a RV dealership, that, that I would be looking, like, longingly, like, oh, I still want one. And that, you know... Eric's,
0: would you ever buy an RV again?
1: No. No. Because mostly because of that thing about the complexity of having to kind of drive around with your poop and your you know
0: yeah i and your i water could and, yeah now that you're bringing that up i could see getting a bigger like a van thing where you could camp in it and have a you could cook but you don't need to be pooping and taking a shower in your vehicle
1: <laughs> pooping and showering in your vehicle yeah, and then you, it's like then there's all this like complicated stuff of um sorry all right yeah you got to put chemicals to keep the water from, you know,
0: oh right, cuz your water that's in there can if it's just sitting in that tank, it can get to yeah, bad. it can go bad. Yeah, so you got to like, you know, and you got to do that in your drinking water too, right? Yeah, you
1: got to have stuff for your drinking water and then you also have to have, you know, special things to keep your, you know, the septic tank that you're driving around with, you know, conditioned in a yeah. way.
0: And they're it's just better to just poop in a bag and throw it out the window. Right? I, I, I prefer that. <laughs> uh,
1: but, yeah, there's just so many complexities of, like, why do you need to drive around yeah. with this house that does all that? It, especially when, you know, you can get a motel room, especially, you know, on the road for Well, this
0: KOA campground, like ca- the, 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 the cabin cabins,
1: things yeah. that not, sounds not all, pretty good. Not all of them have those, but, um, yeah, they're cute. And... They're okay. Yeah. And I like the, if you're going to camp, like I like camping, you know, in a tent. and yeah, you, you know. get a tent.
0: You set up your tent. Well, or you could, get, you could get some kind of a van thing where you could sleep in it, but you don't have to be, uh, yeah. you don't need all your systems. You don't have to have all those systems. Yeah.
1: And you could sleep in your house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have two houses now.
1: I can sleep in either one of them.
0: Either of your houses. Or your truck. Yep. You could sleep in your truck. Okay. Thanks I'm- for... Thanks uh, for thanks for coming on the podcast, John. I had a pleasure. I can't quite make that out. I thought, I I thought you said
1: take this. A
0: oh, well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 74. I hope you enjoyed that conversation I had with my uh my best friend, John Ross, I keep saying my best friend and uh, we will always be best friends. But now, of course, I have a new best friend and that's my wife. And so I need to mention that. And he has a new best friend and that's his wife. He may have another best friend that I don't know about. That's, a, that's the beauty of best friends. You can pile them up, stack them up. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this show. I can tell you, don't give up. If the moral of this story is anything, it's don't give up. Don't give up on your career. You could sell a show when you think you're ready to move out of town. Don't give up on your trip across country. You could get rid of that old crappy RV and buy yourself a brand new truck. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. You this, right?
2: There's just this this bed that's above the driving place, but I think you're just supposed to fold it down when you're sleeping. But we left it down all the time because we'd put a futon on top of it. So every time I got into the RV, I bumped my head, but, like, hard. Like, at, like really hurt, kind yeah. of bumped my head. And so I'd be like, ah, oh, oh, ah, and, and often swore, even though our daughter was there, and then I apologized. And so then this last time, and I had to go in.
0: This is when he comes. How did you feel when he came back with the truck?
2: Uh, re- Very relieved, but also sort of disoriented, because at that point Sadie and I woke up in the hotel room, and uh-huh. John had gone out and bought a, a whatever thirty thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was like <laughs> what? Did it, so you had no idea that that's what he was going to no, do?
2: No, I had written a list. When we were stuck on the side of the road, I had pulled out a notebook and written, "We are not going to die. We are okay." We could fly to Massachusetts. Like, I just had started writing all the things we could do. So I had a strange... Like, I still have it. It's this strange list of, like, we will live. We have dogs. We are going to move. Like, it was just kind of...
0: Wait, this is... So this is when you woke up at, at, like two in the morning right, two miles down him. a road with the cones and he's trying to call someone to come and help you right
2: right and i felt, so you get
0: out a piece of paper
2: and just start writing like we're, <laughs> we're gonna make it and then <clears throat> different options like well we could rent an rv i mean we could rent no not an rv we could yes. rent a u-haul we could fly and you could meet us we could yes. you know all these different options so then i think somewhere in there was like No, nowhere in there was we could buy a truck. That did not come up. And then, so he comes back. He says, I just bought a pickup truck. And then he and Sadie got in the pickup truck to go to Walmart to buy some big containers. So we could put all our stuff in the back. So while they were gone, my job was to just go through everything, which was packed like it was a little apartment. Like it was, you know, everything was hanging on hangers and whatever. And so my job was to go and get everything out and start piling it in the... Parking lot of this horrible hotel, which I'm sure he told you about. Yes. And at this point, the owners are yelling at me that we've stolen towels.
0: Now, Was it just who who was yelling at you?
2: The 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 white the woman, uh-huh. but her husband was there now. At this point, he's kind of backing her up, and she's like, "You stole the towels! You stole our towels!" And I was like, "I don't." And I just said, "Don't do this." Like, You're there by yourself. The I'm by myself. And, and John
0: said there were no sheets in the room.
2: Yeah, there was a there was like one sheet on the floor, like piled, like a dirty sheet. <laughs> <laughs> no. so, so. I know. So, they
0: obviously thought, we're not renting this room tonight, we'll get to it tomorrow. Right. right. Yeah. But
2: she also obviously had a lot of pride in her hotel because when I said there weren't even sheets on the bed, she got really angry and was just like, I put sheets on my bed and the towels are perfect and you, you know, and she was really upset. So I just said, let's not, let's, please don't do this. Just don't do this. Like I was so on the edge and I have a temper anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was just like boiling up and I just said, don't do this. And it was interesting because her husband, I think, saw what was happening, to, like, that I was just on the edge. That you
0: were broken inside. Yeah,
2: I was done. And so she was going to keep going, and he went, no, honey, you know, he spoke to her in a different language, and they walked away. And then I was like, okay, all right, I'm okay, I'm okay. And I'm like, just get everything out of Bob. It's okay. I'm trying to talk myself. And I walk in, and I slam my head. And at this point, John and Sadie had just pulled back in in the truck. Uh-huh. And I guess I walked in. I'm not even sure if I knew they were there yet. I slammed my head. I just went... Fuck you, Bob! Fuck you! Fuck you! And should I just do it? Should I do you what I said? Sure. I remember yeah, saying things like this. <laughs> I hate you, Bob! This was supposed to be fun! This was supposed to be fun! And you ruined it, Bob! Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, throwing pans. I- I'm pretty sure I didn't know they were out there. And about halfway through, I saw them at the window <laughs> and thought, oh, good God. And Sadie's reading a book. She's sitting in the Angel, the pickup truck. And she's just looking over and kind of laughing. Like, she was so unfazed, which is maybe disturbing. <laughs> And she's yeah. like, hey, well, she Mom.
0: Can't, oh, she can hear you. She
2: can hear me. Uh-huh. And John went over to check because John wasn't checking. He, he went over and, I guess, checked on her. Like, are you, he thought mm-hmm. she'd be upset or scared. And she just went, just kind of shrugged <laughs> like, oh, Mom. That's my mom. And I was just, and I ended up sitting on the floor in the kitchen part, just like banging on a pot going, I hate you, Bob. I hate you. You ruined our trip. I hate you. And then it was kind of like it just kind of faded out of me. Uh-huh and then I was like, Okay, we're good.
0: did you feel how how did you feel like when at in that moment of dissipation like when it goes' cause that's
2: yeah it was so good it felt so it felt so good that I did that in a parking lot in Oklahoma mm-hmm. because it was almost like once that was done, it was done, and then I like came out of <laughs> it that weird thing though where you open the door and you're like Okay. So
0: And you know that they you saw you in there yeah. but when you come out you're just like we don't have to let's really talk on. about that. Yeah, let's
2: just keep going and uh-huh. and I looked at John, he's like, You good? I'm like, I'm alright, yeah, yeah, my head kinda hurts from the thing. You so know? you did
0: it all by yourself.
2: All by yourself. There my, wasn't yeah. you
0: didn't have to no one had to be a party of it. You didn't have to direct it at anyone. No. Nope. It was just between you and Bob.
2: It was yeah. Which was really good because it really wasn't anyone's fault <laughs> except Bob. So, yeah, and then I got out, and we put everything in the. We repacked everything the best we could and tarped it. And, and What about the things on? you
0: left behind? Was it hard to triage all the things that you left?
2: No. We left a pretty good, like, futon thing. That was a bummer. And some sheets and stuff. And then there was, like, all the food from the kitchen and a couple pots and pans that were camping yeah. things. But I was putting them out next to a dumpster because it was christmas eve and i thought hopefully some somebody can use these like maybe some homeless person will come along and go oh my gosh mm-hmm. christmas somebody yep. left me all this food and was the, i forgot this the the pakistani guy walked back out and said put it all in the dumpster <laughs> like i couldn't leave it out so that was it yeah he didn't know, last yeah. Was like you can't just leave it and he did come out at one other time he said are you leaving this here the meaning the rv and i was like N- no sir
0: but, but you did out. leave it there.
2: <laughs> well, but someone was com- theoretically coming to get it. Yeah, yeah. But yes, we did. We That's between away. him
0: and the Ford dealer at that at point. At
2: that point, yeah. That
0: was... How do you like the truck now?
2: I like the truck. And a friend of ours came up from New York recently and, and said, so what are you going to do with this ridiculously giant truck? And I was like, drive it. And then he said, why well, aren't you going to trade it in for like a smaller, maybe more efficient? And I was like, no. I mean, they, oh, I I can't even imagine. It's huge. It's like you had a truck kind of like that. Yeah, it's yeah, I had big that big truck. It's, truck. Fu- it's
0: a fun vehicle to have, and it's very useful. And very let's face it, if you're not driving, you know, if you were putting on 50,000 miles a year or something, or 20, right? I mean, that's a lot. Right. But you're probably not going to drive it that, you no. know, that no. much. I drive right? to
2: the transfer station, which is where I have to take my garbage and recycling. Mm-hmm. I drive it when I have to go pick something up furniture
0: it's good too if you're driving around in your truck and you see you can see a really big thing that someone has abandoned and decide you want it
2: you can and
0: just take it home
2: you just take it home yeah. or you could be at someone's house and they could say i have an extra chair and you can go i can take
0: that chair extra chair how about an extra armoire <laughs> yeah. this is the theme song